Hallelujah. Think about it. Hallelujah. No one else went to Calvary but Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No one else saved you but Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He left us with the Holy Ghost. He left us with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he didn't just save you, but he keeps you day by day. Hallelujah. And he makes ways for you. Hallelujah. So we call on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the time of trouble, he hides us. We call on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. There's no name that is greater, that is stronger than my Savior. There's no name that is greater, that is stronger than my Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Think about it. Hallelujah. Just praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. 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 And when you call on his name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we praise your wonderful name, God. We thank you for being the great I am, the bright and morning star. We thank you, O God, for being our Lord and Savior. We thank you, O God, hallelujah, for knowing the way, O God. We thank you for allowing us to follow you, O God. We give you glory and we give you honor, Jesus. Thank you for ever walking before us, directing our path, oh God. 
We know, God, hallelujah, we can't make it without you. We need you this day. Oh, God, hallelujah. We need you, oh, God, hallelujah. We need your touch, oh, God. We need your healing hand to be laid upon us in the name of Jesus. God, we give you all glory and all honor, oh, God. Walk among us today in the name of Jesus. Bless the man of God that stand before us, oh, God. Bless your word, oh, God, that come forth today in the name of Jesus, oh, God, that souls be saved deliver in the name of Jesus. God, have your way today. We put everything in your hand, God. We know we can't do it without you. We need you, oh God. Come in the house. Come in the room. Come in our homes, oh God. Hallelujah. Come in the homes of those that are watching by live screen today. In the name of Jesus, speak, oh God, that we hear, oh God, what thus said unto us today. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Amen. While you're standing, praise God. We're going to read in your hearing Psalms number one. Psalms one. Hallelujah. It reads, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, not standeth in the way of sinners, not sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, in his law doeth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Leave all shells and not wither. Hallelujah. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment a sinner in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word that we live, grow in it in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless his name.
from the Lord on today, hallelujah. A word that will give us direction and strength and guidance, hallelujah, and hope for tomorrow. Hallelujah, we need answers to our questions on today. So we ask the Lord to speak to our hearts, to speak to our situations, to speak to our minds in the name of Jesus. So we ask you to speak, Lord. We ask you to speak, Lord. Oh, we need a word from you, Lord. Speak, Lord.
10,000 tongues. You couldn't tell it all. Couldn't give him the praise enough because he's been so good. He's been so good. He's been so good. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Hey, I give you glory. Hallelujah. Hey, we praise him. We praise him. your voices like a trump. Hey, give them praise. Hey, we give you glory. Hey, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. At this time, Hallelujah. At this time, it's offering in the temple. Hallelujah. Everyone can participate. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. God, I thank you. Hey. 
Deacons have to assemble themselves. Hallelujah. You go into your places of money. We are offering time in the temple. Praise God. Hallelujah. As a technician, we'll put the ways of paying online on the screen for those that's uh, live streaming in Jesus' name. I believe we have uh, uh, electronic paying in Jesus' name. It'll be offered in the, in the, in the back room in Jesus' name. Uh, let us pray. All those that's able to stand, I pray that you could just please stand for the blessing of the offering. God, thank you. Next time, oh God, use this offering for the upbuilding of your kingdom. Oh God, that you be glorified through it, Lord. Lift it up in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Return it to some 30-fold, 60-fold, 100 in the name of Jesus. We pray. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are now in the hands of the usher.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for your giving in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word? Are you ready for the word? Hallelujah. Here, our pastor, Bishop W. Michael Fields, comes to bring the word. Give God praise for him as he comes in Jesus' name. Give Jesus praise in the house. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give him glory. Yeah. I feel like praising him. He's worthy of the praise. I came here to praise him. Oh, yes, I did. put those hands together give him the glory give him praise don't hold back give him everything Bishop, give him everything you've got hallelujah yeah 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yay, God. Hallelujah. Just, just scream down your row and tell somebody, I came here to praise him. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Oh. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Yes. You may be seated if you can. Hallelujah. It is of the Lord's mercies that we have not been consumed. Yes, his compassions faileth not. Yet they're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. The goodness of the Lord has brought us here. His manifold blessings keeping us, holding us. Uh, we love the Lord so much. He is a mighty God. Powerful God. Loving God. Hallelujah. And he is worthy to be praised. Do you love the Lord today? Yes, I do love him. I do love him. I honor the Lord Jesus Christ because he is the boss 
and uh, to all of the people of God, to our assistant pastor uh, and his wife, to all of our elders, to all of our deacons, uh, the mothers and missionaries, and to Lady Fields uh, on this morning, to all of you who have connected with us via live stream on Wi-Fi. Hallelujah. We are connected. Uh, the Holy Ghost can travel even Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yes. And right in your living room, the Holy Ghost can fall right there. Healing can take place right there. Hallelujah. So thank you for connecting with us on today. And I want you to know there's something so much better than virtual. Um, you can come into the house of the Lord. Yeah, David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Yes, don't let these two years, hallelujah, separate you from God's house. Uh, and don't get lazy about your praising uh, among the people of God. Uh, my inheritance is among those who are sanctified. And I should not forsake the assembly uh, among the people of God. It is needful for us to come together. Uh, touching that TV is not better, hallelujah, than touching and laying your hand on the shoulder of your brother and sister. Uh, yes. There is no substitute. Look at somebody and say, there is no substitute. Yeah. It's been good, hallelujah, but there's no substitute for coming into God's house. Hallelujah. I'd rather be a temple saint than a couch saint. Yeah. I want to be in God's house. Hallelujah. Is that all right? I'm not trying to make you mad, um, but we need to be among the brothers and sisters of Christ. Get up off the couch if you can. Uh, take off those pajamas and put on your church clothes. Um, come into the house of the Lord. Run. Hallelujah. Into his house and let's worship. Father, we thank you. So good, yes, yeah, so good. Mighty Father, kindness and peace. All in the midst of our storms, we came here today, we connected today to worship you in the beauty of holiness. Send your word, somebody needs to hear what you put in my mouth to say. So much is happening, so much destruction, so much oppression, so many needs. A word from you. Send it, Father. Send it. Hallelujah. You know how to feed us. You know how to bless us. You know what we need. Send it, I ask, in Jesus' name. Say it with me, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so uh, on today, we are beginning a three-part series dealing with time. Uh, dealing with time time as it relates to seasons, time as it relates to process, and the last part will deal with time as it relates to the return of Jesus Christ, uh, and the Lord has put some things in my heart and mind uh, to share with you. So today is the first installment of this series dealing with time familiar passage of scripture we've been here many times here's where the Lord uh, puts in my heart to begin the series Ecclesiastes chapter 3 
Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Won't you stand for the reading of God's holy word? It sounds like this. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, time to keep and the time to cast away, time to rend and time to sow, time to keep silence and a time to speak, time to love and a time to hate, time of war and a time of peace. What profit has he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word and sanctify it deep down in our hearts that we may grow thereby. I want to use briefly as a subject on today when seasons change. When seasons change. Just say that with me. When seasons change. You may be seated. I've read out of a book entitled Ecclesiastes. It, it is wisdom literature. It's written really to help those who want to learn life clearly and live it wisely. Remember what I just said. Those who want to learn life clearly and live it wisely. I'm, I'm getting a little older now and I realize that there are some things that I took for granted when I was younger that now I tend to take it much more seriously. When I was younger, I could just get up and run and do whatever I wanted to do. I was strong, but now I'm a little older and I'm going to get out the car. I have to swing my legs out and sit there for a few minutes. If I move too fast, I might fall to the ground. It's, it just... It just happens, and now I'm, I'm learning to take movement and just being able to move around a little bit. Now, I'm, I'm not that old, but I'm old enough uh, to feel not every now and then for the bone to crack if I, if I move too much. Uh, and uh, I remember immediately the days when I can just jump up and walk no problem, no issues, and uh, I have to look where I'm walking if I'm carrying something because things are different now, and so you have a deeper appreciation, not just for what you can do or used to be able to do, but even how you used to think. Your perception of life is a lot different now. You're, yes, and the quality of life is established not so much as what's in your pocket, but you'll, you'll discover that it's really through your experiences and you have gained some knowledge, not 
necessarily because of what you've read, but it's because of what you've been through, how you've felt, places you've been. And I don't just mean where you've been geographically, but where you've been mentally, spiritually, and socially. So there are some, because of those things that have transpired, now you are thinking differently. Your judgment is different. Knowledge is not just information, but there's a fervency there. You are reverencing now the things that you've learned if you have become wise. Because there are some who have become more foolish over the years. <laughs> some who have molded into a place where they have not learned because they did not open their eyes while they were going through life. And when God tried to speak to them because they did not want to hear, they're in a place they don't have to really be in, but they would not adhere to the instructions of God. So there is a lack of agreement among theologians on the basic thrust of, of this backslidden preacher's diary, Solomon writes these words, and he is in a peculiar place. We discovered this by further reading uh, the book, because there is a word found within the theme of his writings that occurs over and over again. It is pronounced in the Hebrew, Hebel, which can be translated many ways, and I'll give you the words. It represents vanity, futile meaningless, mystery, enigma, obscurity, irony, brevity. And the more you read, he will tell you flatly, I'm talking about life, talking about life. And you get the impression that he's angry about life. How can he be angry about life? There was no one richer than him. So how can the rich man be angry about life? It would seem that everyone should have been angry at him. He can eat better than them. He rode in a nicer chariot. He, he had the choosing or choices, I should say, that others did not have. They could not afford to live where he lived. They could not afford to wear what he wore. Yet he's angry about life. He was the smartest man around, yet he seems stumped, angered. He seems bothered. There is an agitation in his writings. There, there is something that seems to be stuck in his craw, and he's trying to get it out. And it got so bad until he decides to leave the household of faith, even, because it was God that gave him his wisdom after all. Remember, as a child, after receiving uh, the kingdom from his father David, he prays, very young. Some say it, perhaps as young as 11 years old, and he prays, Lord, give me wisdom so I can lead these people. And the Lord, because he realized that he's not praying uh, about money, he's not praying about the other things that it would seem logical that someone would pray. I'm just, I'm getting ready to be a king. 
He says, give me wisdom so I could lead, not my people, but your people. And God makes him wise, makes him rich. Not just rich, but richer than anyone else. Not just wise, but wiser than anyone else. Yet he finds himself in the midst of agitation because he's bothered about life. He's even angry that he has been given this gift of wisdom. He, I want to read something and I'll take it from the Message Bible because now he's fussing because he's observing life around him. He's, he's looking at things and he's seeing some things and this is what he says. That which is crooked cannot be made straight and that which is wanting cannot be numbered. I communed with my own heart, saying, Lo, I'm come to great estate and have gotten more wisdom than all they that have been before me in Jerusalem. But my heart had great experience of wisdom and knowledge, and I gave my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceive that this also is a vexation of spirit, for in much wisdom is much grief, and he that increaseth knowledge increaseth sorrow. I believe now he is beginning to experience the burden and responsibility of having such a gift, whom much is given, much is also required. And because of his knowledge now, he has a deeper understanding of how things work, yet he is stumped, he is angered. And there are other passages where he says things like this, why bother to be rich and wise? Because when I die, I'm just the same as those who had nothing. I cannot take this knowledge to the grave. I cannot take all this money to the grave and it bothers him. I don't know if he was trying to figure out uh, because the Egyptians and others around them believe that I can take the money with me. Not only would they pack the money in the tomb, but they would send all the servants in there as if to say, hallelujah, I'm taking you with me on the other side. But because he knew differently, he had wisdom and knowledge. He understood, I can't take none of this with me. I can't pay my way across there. So why do I have all of this in the midst of all of the evil and in the midst of all of the hatred that is going on? I think for once in all of his wisdom, he forgets that his answers would be found in the word of God. Because if you know the history of Solomon in the midst of his backsliding, he would make other mistakes. And I think he was running. He, he didn't want the responsibility anymore. He didn't want to deal with it anymore. So here he is in this diary, so to speak, writing in the backslidden condition, trying to figure out why life works the way it's working. He's, he's stumping. He's, he's bothered. I believe the Lord, because God is yet dealing with him, he begins to give him more insight concerning life, the reality of life. Hallelujah. He understands just because I'm rich doesn't make me happy. Just because 
I wear nice clothes doesn't really mean I'm complete. And just because I'm gifted, it doesn't mean that I'm a total package. There, there's some things as rich as I am, I'll never have without God. Some things I'll never know as smart as I am unless I'm serving God. He's angry about life. So angry until he says something like this. He says, call me the quester. I've, I've been king over Israel and Jerusalem. I looked most carefully into everything. I've been searching the earth. Let me tell you, there's not much to write home about. I'm in the Message Bible. God hasn't made it easy for us. He's a rich man. God has not made it easy for us. I think he's in the place not only of wisdom, but of common sense that comes, hallelujah, when life smacks you in the face. Yes, with your richness, with all that you have, life doesn't care about what's in your pocket. It doesn't care, hallelujah, about what you drive. Life will come along and smack you in the face. And I believe he's holding his face saying, wow, and he's still writing, I've seen it all. And it's nothing but smoke and spitting into the wind like a corkscrew that can't be straightened. And I said to myself, What's it all for? I believe God is dealing with him there. Have you ever been in a bad place, yet God is yet dealing with you? Have you ever been in a low place in your life, got tired of this and tired of that? As blessed as you are, I'm still frustrated. As, as much as you've given me, I still have issues. And then you realize that God still has his hand on you. Why? Because you have a glimpse of a thought that sort of brings you back. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but in the midst of whatever you're going through, God told me to tell you, uh, I'm doing my best. If you would just let me, I'll bring you, I'll bring you back to your senses. I'll, I'll bring you to a place where you'll begin to understand some things that I was trying to teach you that have nothing to do with the gift, has nothing to do with what I've given you. There's some things I want to put inside of you. He could have turned to scripture and remembered the words of his own daddy and David writes it down and says the fear of the Lord is is the beginning of wisdom and a good understanding have all they that do his commandments. It's all about God. It's all about watching him, hearing him, allowing him to lead you and guide you. So I believe that sometime in Solomon's life he he remembered it, and he repeats what he, his daddy says. It's not in Ecclesiastes, but he would write it in Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy, hallelujah, is understanding. How did I get here? Because there was a time when I was frustrated, but on my way back, 
there were some things God deposited in me and I understand clearly now if I want to stay in that place of peace and if I want to stay in that place where God can do special things in my life I've got to continue to follow him he's on his way back I can tell by some of the things now that he is writing he's on his way back he's he's coming back to a place where he's acknowledging God and hallelujah he's getting some relief from his frustration and he begins to talk about life a little differently when he writes this down and says hallelujah I want to liken life as a season everything under the sun there is a season a purpose hallelujah for every season a purpose for every season he mentions time say that word time hallelujah he said there is a time that everything is going to happen you cannot stop it you can't talk hallelujah your way out of it is going to happen yes if you live long enough certain things will happen so he he understands now that time waits for no man and he understands he does not say it verbatim but he begins even to discuss the tyranny of time hallelujah because time will give it to you now and take it from you tomorrow so you have to appreciate the moment. Let somebody say, appreciate the moments. Hallelujah. He's learning this. In all of his wisdom now, he realizes there's still more to learn. In all of his riches, he's learning now that if I want to be strong, I can't lean on what I have, but I have to lean on who gave it to me. Hallelujah. He's on his way back. Begins to liken life as a season, a time to be born, a time to die, a time, hallelujah, to plant. And then there's a time to pick up that which has been planted. And hallelujah, there's a time and a place for everything. And no matter what you have or don't have, everyone will have a time of, of ups and downs. A time of smiling or, or crying, a time of victory, and you even have a time where you'll taste defeat. He's likening life, hallelujah, as unto seasons. But what I get out of this also then is if there is a time to be in the season, then there must be a time for me to come out of the season. He's blessing us so richly until he is alluding to the fact also that perhaps there are seasons within the season. Yes, there are seasons and I can discuss with you the, hallelujah, the cycle of man. There, there is always a beginning. Yes, I started as a, a fetus. I was a child and I became an adolescent, an adult and I told you when I first started, I'm getting a little older now 
and it is Solomon's lessons that he learned through his experiences he's able to tell us then we need to remember now my creator in the days of our youth the evil days come not nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say I have no pleasure in them he's talking about change hallelujah because when I was younger and could have praised him more I was too busy doing what I thought I should have been doing rather than giving God all of the glory now that I'm older and arthritis is in my shoulder and I can barely do this it makes me remember perhaps I should have used my early days differently it would have kept me better it would have had me stronger it would not have taken me so long to learn what I know now have you ever said if I know you then what I know now but the truth is you had to go through your season scream at somebody and say you had to go through that season and uh, he likens it because uh, and he refers it uh, as liking it under time also and I, I don't know when it should begin but God knows uh, because he's my God he's in charge uh, and in all that I have or don't have uh, when things happen uh, they just happen and uh, I have to learn how to trust God in the midst of what's going on. I don't know if he truly had understanding of this, but let me help you because even in your spiritual life, you will experience seasons. There's the wilderness season when you feel like you're by yourself and you're not making much headway. It's dry there. It's tough going hallelujah but the wilderness teaches you how to thrive now that might seem like a paradox and it doesn't make sense but God deals with us in paradoxes he'll put me in a low place and say now climb the mountain and as you climb I want to teach you that elevation doesn't come from the people around you but it comes from depending on me I can't get there unless uh, he helps me but uh, in order to appreciate uh, hallelujah my way up I've got to experience what it feels like to be down so the wilderness teaches me how to live in an unlivable place and how to praise in an area that appears to be telling me you don't need to praise God now wait until you come out of where you are but the purpose for the wilderness season is to teach me that I can be blessed even when I don't feel blessed 
And if I learn how to trust God in my wilderness, I'll still drink water in the wilderness. I'll still eat good in the wilderness. Baby, some of my wilderness food has tasted better than my mountaintop meals because I sweated for what I ate in the wilderness. I had to travel long. I went through abuse and hallelujah, I went through temptation in my wilderness and God fed me there. Hallelujah, he healed me there. Oh yes, he did. You know what I'm talking about. I learned how to pray there. I didn't learn how to pray on the mountain. Praying on the mountain is easy. I'm up here now. Thank you for the breeze. Hallelujah. But while I was in the heat, my lips were parched. He taught me how to say, I trust you even now. Ah, hallelujah, hit the rock and water will come out. Who ever heard of that? Who ever heard of opening up a lemonade stand in the desert? Who ever heard? There were no restaurants. But in the morning, I had bread and breakfast. Who ever heard? He even heard my complaints. And he changed the menu for me. And chicken was served in the evening time. Look at somebody and say, that's a mighty God. He loves me enough that he'll teach me how to thrive in the wilderness. There's a warring season when it seems like everyone and everything is against you. Have you ever been there? Everything has gone wrong. As a matter of fact, the devil just won't leave me alone. My children are acting crazy. My job is threatening to, hallelujah, to put me out and hire someone else. I got all this stuff going on. I can't get a break. Nowhere. Hallelujah. Look down your robe and say you're in a good place. That's a good season. Because the devil will not fight against someone who's not going anywhere. I want to hold you back. I want to keep you down. But this is when you learn that I can fight your battles and hallelujah the weapons of this warfare is not carnal but it's mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds hallelujah thank you Lord you have to have a warring season before you get to your winning season Hallelujah. Didn't I tell you that weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning? I instructed you and told you 
that. Hallelujah. The enemy will war against you. Oh, yes, he will. But hang in there and plead the blood. Hang in there and call my name. Because I'm going to bring you in to a winning season. Because you're not just a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You learn how to speak like a warrior. Your language changes. You stop backing down and you learn how to keep moving forward. You learn how to use the armor. And you'll understand why there's nothing on your backside. Because you ain't got no business running from the situation. If I can't do nothing else, I'll stand still. So I can see the salvation of my God. Season, season, seasons. Some of you are in a waiting season. Let patience have complete work. So when you come out of that season, you will want for nothing. Waiting teaches you patience. God says, no, I won't let you have it now. Some of you are angry right now because you're telling God I've been waiting too long. That ain't for you to say. And whenever you get that attitude, guess what? You'll wait even longer. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Waiting is not just about sitting in a place. Hallelujah. Looking around the corner. When is it going to happen? But waiting is about action. What are you going to do in between now and when it happens? Because you know seasons change. Raise your hand and say seasons change. So I'm in the season of war. Opposition and setbacks and financial issues and pressure. Hallelujah. But God brought you to that season so he could show you that that over there is not your source. Hallelujah. I am your source. I am your redeemer. Look at me. Watch me. I'm getting ready to change your season. 
Hallelujah. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I hear the voice of God say, tell them, hallelujah, that I'm getting ready to bring you out of what I brought you into. I'm in charge. Hallelujah. And what I have for you is much greater than what you realize. So the seasons are necessary. Lift your hands and say, it's necessary. Hallelujah. I don't know what season you're in. I don't know what's happening in your life. But I hear the Lord say, seasons change. And it ain't up to you to change it. I'm the weather master. I say when it rains. And I say when the sun comes out. I'm in charge of every shift in your life. Every breakthrough. I'm in charge. I have so much authority. That even when the demons that have been messing with you will have to shut up their mouth and back away from you because I've got the time clock I say when it starts and I say when it's over did you hear what I said so here I'm learning a lesson, can you believe it? From a backsliding preacher who he himself had to come to himself. He had to gather his thoughts. He had to summarize his, his observation and say this is the whole duty of man. Hey, God, to trust the Lord and keep his commandments because everything else is vanity. Anything other than the life focused on God is a waste of time and a spilling of season. Lessons won't be learned. Hey, God, strength can't be received and revelation can't open up if I'm not willing to walk through my season. Hallelujah. Hey, God, because I've learned through this journey that the season will change. Oh, yes, it will. Holy Ghost is shouting in my ear. Tell him again, preacher. Change comes. Transition happens. The blessing will manifest. You're in a season of sickness. But there is a healing season. Hallelujah. I heard 
Jesus say, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn, learn, learn of me for I'm meek and lowly in heart and no matter what season you're in ye shall find rest for your soul spring down your row and say did you get it yet God is trying to tell you that you can make it through this season. God is trying to tell you that if you trust him in all your ways and acknowledge him, 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 he will direct your path. He'll show you. He'll raise you. He'll bless you. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? Thank you. You're not supposed to come out of this without a blessing. Did you hear what I said? You're not supposed to come out of this without a blessing. Scream at your neighbor, say, what season are you in? What is it? Hey, God. What is the experience that you're having right now? I ain't got a word in my bosom. Hey, God. Hey, that weights upon the Lord. I feel like running. Shall renew their strength. There's a change there. I was weak. But he'll renew my strength. Scream at your neighbor and say, Strength is coming. Hey, I'm in the dark, but joy is coming. Scream at your neighbor and say, Joy is coming change, change, change I feel it in the atmosphere so don't you wonder if it's going to happen it will happen don't you succumb to the pressures of your reality God said, I'm with you in every season. I was with you, even in your mama's womb. And I loved you with an everlasting love. Yes, hallelujah. Come on, get deep for a few minutes and tell somebody. 
receiving in my mama's womb. I was blessed. Hallelujah. And when I came out, even though I was born in sin and shaping in iniquity, he kept me in my sins. I went through a season of sin and mess. Hallelujah. But now I'm in the season of salvation. Life now is sweet. And my joy. 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 I'm like a broken record. I'm stuck. Walk around a little bit and say, and my joy, my joy is complete. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. I feel like preaching in this house. Raise your hand. And let the enemy know I'm going to make it through the season I'm just waiting for a scene change Hallelujah I'm just waiting for goodness and mercy To come around from the back And usher me in To my next season I heard the apostle In the revelation and he said, be, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. I wish I could touch my neighbor, but touch your own self and say you better not quit. The devil is a liar. They better not give up. The devil is a liar. You better not stop praying. The devil is a liar. You better stop. You better not stop holding on. The devil is a liar. Don't stop believing. The devil is a liar. Chains will come. At all. The days of my appointed time. Time. Appointed time. He made the appointment. I don't like where I am. But he scheduled this for my life. And I'm going to wait for my chains to come. Put your hands together. And give God praise. I'm going to wait. Change. Change. I feel like screaming in here. Because the Holy Ghost is saying, tell him. 
is coming. Hallelujah. I need you to speak a word in your neighbor's life. Come on, help me with this. I don't want you to touch the hand but lay your hand on somebody's shoulder. There's only one word now that you need to plant in their spirit. The Holy Ghost will do the rest. Look them in the eye and speak with an anointing that God has placed in your life and just say change that's all I need to know I just came out the doctor's office but God said change I just got a bill that I'm struggling to pay but God said change hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. I'm having a praise fit. Hallelujah. Because I just got a piece of mail from the throne. It's almost over. It's almost over. Hallelujah. Scream at somebody. Tell them, read your mail. Read your mail. God's been trying to tell you. Read your mail. Get up and read your mail. Go to the mailbox and get the mail. Get at the mail. I'm trying to tell you that I'm bringing you out. I'm trying to tell you that I'm going to heal you. I'm trying to tell you that I'm able. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. 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 Come on, children. I don't care what season you're in. It's about to change. Did you hear what I said? Lift your hands. I say thank you for this transition. Thank you for this breakthrough. Thank you for this deliverance. Thank you for this healing. Come on, say it, say it, say it, say it. Thank you. Getting ready to lift my burden. Thank you. The door's about to open. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you really believe it, step out of your chair and walk into it. Walk into it. Walk into it. 
walk into it. I step by step. I believe God. Step by step. I trust God. Step by step. I'm leaning on Him. Step by step. He's blessing me. Step by step. Say yeah. supposed to be in that season so tell them again for me don't get lost 
in that season. Lift your hands. Glory. Hey. Glory. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. Take the seed that's been planted and bring forth harvest. In Jesus' name. Everybody in this house, put those hands together. Give God a thunderous praise. Give him a loud praise, a thunderous praise. Give him your best praise. I want to minister first to those of you who have connected to us via Wi-Fi. Someone there needs the Holy Ghost. 
God bless you, Pastor Fields here. I wanna thank you for joining us today in our virtual sanctuary, worshiping with us today. I realize that you could have gone to someone else's church, worshiped with another congregation, but I believe God had you with us today, connected with Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. And we're honored to have you, honored to worship with you. I want you to stay connected with us Please do. Our technician will put that on the screen, how you can continue to connect with this ministry as we continue to connect with the will of our Father. We love you. We appreciate the time that you spent with us today. And it is my prayer that God spoke to your spirit and blessed your very life. God bless you till we meet again. Shalom, shalom. Thank you.